I called order the Devil's Lettuce Film Society. This is a podcast where me, the shaman, and my good friend El Pinchito get stoned together and watch movies together, and we invite you to do the same. This is kind of like a, a field diary, except we're not in the field. That's yeah. just what we call our shorter episodes. That's <laughs> days of, uh, of future past, I guess. Yeah. Of, of going out in the field. The, the, this is a field diary, but the field is the internet. The field is YouTube. And um, our minds. We're just going to be recording like a short little uh, commentary track for an episode of a TV series that I'll talk about in a bit. But before we even to get into that, get into that, I wanted to make a quick announcement, and that is uh, the Devil's Lettuce Film Society will be going on like a short hiatus. Uh, after you hear this episode, it might be like a month or two before we get back on track because I'm moving, and, and also moving. because, oh yeah, I'm moving, Pinchy's moving, and 2020 is a nightmare. So, <laughs> so between all three of those factors, it might be a little while before we put out our next one. I mean, I can't even imagine it'll be that long, just because this is easily one of the best things in my life. So, I mean, it's not gonna, I'm not gonna let it go for that long before I make sure it happens again. And it translates pretty easily to working remotely. Oh, but, yeah. uh, you know, life can get in the way. Uh, I I mean, Pinchy's moving into a house. I'm moving, like, to a different province. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm moving to a fucking different province. Yeah, I'm moving pretty far away. So it's going we'll, we'll to... We'll have to wait and see. But this is not the end. This is merely the beginning. Stay tuned for more Devil's Lettuce episodes in the future. Yeah. Yeah, what was that? Was Perfect Blue the last one we did all in the same room? In person, yeah. Aww. It'll, it'll be a little while before uh, we can all get together again. But... It will. It will. But... For so many reasons. Oh my gosh, yeah, for many reasons. But you know what? It's going to happen. Oh, we will I know. All, we will all be, once again, <laughs> in the same room, riffing on a movie before we know it. Oh, you think you could keep me away? You think provinces can keep me away? I, I don't think... Hey, I don't think uh, wild horses could drag you away. <laughs> From you? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's what we're going to be watching. Uh, we're going to be watching a... It's Essentially, it's a comedy special, but it's a comedy special made to look like a random episode of a TV series that was never made into a full series. Um, it's a, a show called Action Family from 1986. Uh, it was written by actor Chris Elliott, who you, you probably know best from stuff like There's Something About Mary. Um, oh, really? Oh, you'll know him immediately when you see him. You'll be like, oh, that guy, he's been in everything. And uh, in 1986, he made this comedy special for Cinemax, Action Family, and it is just the, the weirdest damn thing. I won't talk too, too much about it going into it, but uh, I will say that the show itself is sort of like a mashup of NYPD Blue and like Home Improvement. It, it's halfway between a cop show and a sitcom. Like to the, to the point where when when... Chris Elliott's character is at his job. It is a cop show. And then when he gets home, 
it switches to a sitcom with a laugh track, but the laugh track is only when he's at home. Huh. That's the kind of stuff you can expect from this. And <laughs> you already have questions. I have questions. Well, I'll answer a couple right now if you want. What's your question? Why this? Why this movie? Why this? Why did I choose this yeah. for us? So, it's it's awesome and strange. Okay. I will great. say that it's a total anomaly, but the main draw, the thing that made me take notice of it, is apparently this is a major source of inspiration for Dan Harmon. What? So. Rick and Morty community no. inspired by this half hour special. And when we watch it, you will see why. It's almost like it, you are, of course, familiar with the short film Too Many Cooks. Too Many Cooks, yes. Too oh Many my God. Cooks. Such a weird it's like that, story. but for real. Like that, but a full episode of a show. It's so strange. And 1986, like... It is ahead of its time. It's, it's, a year it's, older, a, it's a year older than me. My God. Like, well, that makes me feel old. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's nuts. And you will see how crazy it is. So it is available on YouTube in its entirety. Uh, just search for Chris Elliott, Action Family. You, know, you can add the year 1986 if you want. It'll come up and... Uh, the version that we're watching is 28 minutes and 42 seconds long. There might be some variation in there, but it's, you know, it's about a half hour because it's made to look like a sitcom. And that is what we're going to be watching. I'm so excited Yay! to show this to you. Uh, this is one of those things that Vince and I stumbled across together and watched online. And we were both like, what the hell is going on? Really? What have we What have we staggered into here? It's, oh yeah, it, it's real wild. Um, so yeah, so let's get high and watch it. What yeah. are you smoking? Well, so because of the move, I haven't been able to do another batch of interesting things from Budmail. Um, but I have been going to the, you know, the Nova Cannabis right, right over here. And I picked up Delahaze, which is like, uh, it's a 70% sativa heavy hybrid. With about eighteen, Ooh. yeah, with about eighteen to twenty-two percent THC. Um, but what's really neat about it is that it's bred from mango haze and cal and like Californian lemon skunk, which um, you know me and the super silver hazes. The hazes are great. I really, really enjoy the hazes, and so and it's been a hit at other devils that is. Silver Haze was, I think, one of the best ones we yeah, smoked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a huge hit with the peanut gallery as well. Uh, and, and this one's really nice, I must say. Um, it's got mango and citrus notes, sweet overtones, earthy and spicy aromas. You know, got to talk about them terpenes. Now that I know terpene. Hey, now what's a know. terpene? Oh my God! So can you explain to me what a terpene is? Like not even that well. <laughs> And I and, and and I know more now than I did before. <laughs> Didn't we have like terpenes, like actual bottles of terpenes? Yeah, they're still here. <laughs> they're still here. I haven't. We even have yet. the damn things, and we still don't know what they are. I mean, they're like they're oils. They're essentially. oils. They're oils. They're oils. They're scent oils. They're scented oils. They're scented like oils. aromatics. They're they aromatics. Give, yeah, they give the sort of the flavor and and skunky smell. I yeah. imagine. Yeah. I yeah. seem to. I remember us like sniffing them, and there was like. One that smelled more like pine saw and yeah. one that smelled more like lemons. The and... limone. Limone. 
<laughs> the Limone. <laughs> um, so this this one is uh, effects overall are for uplifting cerebral energy that fuels creativity, focus, and happiness, and then tapers into calm relax- relaxation and time. So that's nice. Uh, you know, good for depression, stress, fatigue, anxiety, lack of appetite, positive, happy, uplifted, energetic, focused, creative. Uh, and you know, the usual suspects of negativity, uh, it's going to make you paranoid. It's going to make you anxious. (laughs) Maybe, maybe you'll get too chill. (laughs) So yeah, that's, that's what do you smoking today? Uh, so I got a strain here called green death Bubba, uh, a cross between green crack God and death Bubba. And this one's, it, it's not a, a premium strain. It's only like a, a double A grade strain, but it has some really fun things about it. Yeah. Uh, scents of sugar crisp cereal and what? pine merge over a dank, earthy tapestry. So here, let's, uh, <laughs> I could definitely smell the sugar crisp. Uh, it's sort of like that puffed rice, you know, oh, puffed I, rice and honey. Dude, don't even talk to me about sugar crisp. I used to pound sugar crisp. Oh my Can't god! Can't get enough of that sugar. I crisp. couldn't. Is it your favorite cereal? <laughs> I so this is the thing about cereal is I have a lot of them, but they're all sugar garbage. So I don't eat them. Like I don't bring them around. Like Lucky Charms, sugar crisp, honeycomb. Uh, Reese peanut butter puffs. Don't even talk to me about Reese peanut butter cups. Like, how do they feed this shit to children? <laughs> it's just dessert for breakfast. It's it anyway, is dessert for breakfast. So, uh, Green Death Bubba flavors: earthy, pine, musky, floral, and sugar toasted oats. Mm. Sounds delicious. Uh, effects: heavy, calming, stony, euphoric, and relaxing. This is an indica, and oh. then. Uh, medical benefits. There's one on here that I thought was kind of awesome to see, which is medical benefits: ADHD, anxiety, stress, pain, Ooh. fatigue, and PMS. I've never Wonderful. seen. I have never once seen a strain recommended to treat PMS, but hey, wow, good idea. <laughs> that's lovely. Wow, it sounds like a strain made for me. <laughs> I mean, I haven't actually been diagnosed with ADHD, but uh, I've been meaning to just just because. If any doctors are listening, perhaps based on our recordings, you'll be able to diagnose Pinchy. Yeah, right? (laughs) Nothing like some armchair psychology. (laughs) I mean, given the number of times you go off topic and have to get back on track, well, I suppose that could just be the weed. Oh, me? Okay, so um, we're getting good and toasted. We're going to watch Chris Elliott's Action Family. I'm just going to count down three, two, one, play, and uh, you listeners at home, just play at the start of your video. Usually we give it a little buffer, but this one starts pretty quickly. So here we go. Action Family. Three, two, one, play. The fuck? <laughs> So, like, weird Brady Bunch vibes. Yeah, but see? Well, that's another difference, is the cop show is, like, shot on film, 
but the sitcom is on video. See the little kid in the middle there with the red hair? Yeah. That's baby Seth Green. Who's Seth Green? Oh, Seth Green? S Seth Green. Uh, like, Scott like... Evil. Uh, <laughs> oh, my Creator God. of Robot Chicken. Mm. Oz from Buffy. Yeah, so true story. I had a huge crush on Seth Green when I was younger because he was in like the American Pie movies too. And he was like the weird one that no one really liked. He was in uh, Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah, 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 that too. I think he was in Scream too, was he? Or he was in some horror movie. Gosh. He was in a lot. Yeah, now I want to know what what horror movie was was he in? Okay, so here we go, cop show. What the f? Man, there's nothing more disorienting for me when I'm trying to have a conversation with someone and they are responding to a different conversation that we are not having. <laughs> yep, like they're just having, <laughs> they're having whatever conversation they decided in their head. Right. Okay, so look at that. See Chris Elliott Investigations? Yeah. He's playing a character with the same name as himself. Okay. <laughs> and like that gag. <laughs> Where she comes what? in to kiss the camera, and then she kissed him on the eye. Oh, wow. Like, there's there's stuff to this that I have a hard time wrapping my brain around. Why? Well, just, just watch it, and you'll see. It's so... <laughs> what? Oh, is it like a tanning booth? Wow. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel about yourself. Wow. Mean. Well, the character's name is No Brain. Oh. For some reason. <laughs> like. Okay. Hey, Pinchy, do you have a squirrel in your purse? Yeah, like several. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir, I would like to drug.
Man, this strain is real nice. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's not just that you're stoned. This really doesn't make sense. Yeah. They killed no brain. Oh no! Not that guy. Oh god. No! Look. <laughs> oh, okay. He's getting away. He is getting away. No! Ah, <laughs> <sighs> your friend tried to tell you something and you didn't listen. And now he's dead. <laughs> okay, so look at this. Wow, studio audience, so jarring. And like, what's with the wig? Oh, this is so weird. It's like, it's a different show. Did you hear that? What, what the some, god? Some dude in the studio audience is like commenting. Okay, so yeah, that is what I heard. Ha ha ha. <laughs> I just, I don't understand. <laughs> I know, right? It's very confusing. Was this a real show? No, no this was a, a comedy special made to look like a random episode of a sitcom. Okay. <laughs> Get it? Because genitals are disgusting. <laughs> it really is. It's like, like your brain has a hard time parsing that it's the same show you were watching before. Yeah. I wonder, are there any other, like, movies or films made where they, it's, it genre jumps multiple times? I mean, I'm sure there are. I have a hard time thinking off the top of my head. The, the one movie that occurs to me, and it's, it only does the jump once, but I love it, is From Dusk Till Dawn. You ever seen that movie? No. So the first, like, half 
a third to a half of it is like a straight-on Tarantino crime movie. And Tarantino was in it, and he wrote it. What? But then, halfway through, the the criminals go to this, like, strip club to hide out. Mm-hmm. And the strip club is run by vampires. And it becomes a vampire movie for wow. the second half. <laughs> wow. I mean, the, the sh- I mean, I talk about the TV show Atlanta a lot on The Devil's Lettuce because it's so good. But also, it, it's one of the only more modern things I have seen where it genre hops, but only, but like per episode. Interesting. Like, I mean, yeah, one of the, one of the episodes I would call like a horror genre. Like it was scary. Ooh. It was like horror thriller based because you're you're very on edge you don't understand what's going on and like you're waiting to laugh but it's not funny you're you're just kind of put off and disturbed and you don't know why you know like did you notice that detail which no uh the daughter's boyfriend there Uh uh-huh is wearing an earring a feather earring like Uh the one found on no brain's body What? <laughs> wow. Suddenly, the Dan Harmon connection makes sense, right? <laughs> Why do you think? Well, that kind of non sequitur feels very oh. Dan Harmon to me interesting like cut it like a sudden cut to the character dreaming of being spanked by Abe Lincoln yes yes so uh, it's funny because I mean this is kind of where your skills in film come in where like I couldn't pick that up but once you explained it to me it was so obvious fair Like, most people don't know that you you went to school for film, right? I do have my degree in film studies. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I have been told that I, I sort of, I, I watch movies differently and, you know, see the code, if you will. Like, oh, Vince tells me all the time yeah, that when we're do. watching a movie, I'll be like, oh, that's neat. And he'd be like, I never would have picked up on that. Oh, that is your superpower. Are you even JK's <laughs> Well, right I, now? I hope so. I hope it's a superpower and not oh, like, totally obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 100% your superpower. Like, did you, yeah, did you, you ever do uh, the watch the animated series Undergrads? Yeah, I love the Undergrads. There's a character called Rob Brody on Undergrads. Okay. And uh, he's like a friend of the main gang. And at one okay. point, they're watching a movie and he goes... Okay, in this shot, the guy's got his watch on, but in the next shot, he doesn't. (laughs) Continuity error. I watch the movie good. And I'm always worried that I'm Rob Brody going like, I watch the movie good. See that? See? They made a mistake. And you can see the boom mic in that shot. Oh, man. Watched it good. Oh, my God. I'm so dead. (laughs) I I have been watching film, movies, TV with you for literally years now. Like maybe Somehow you tolerate it. Oh, 
<laughs> tolerate is the wrong word. Like it's it's never been it's always been hysterical and completely entertaining. Like when I was in high school, I did take film classes um, in high school, like, but uh, I definitely didn't pick it up in university. I, I, I did a lot of uh, more like, uh, I don't know, they were called fine art cultural studies, Ah. Um, which was a part of my, my degree, which is in design. So I got, I have some like formal art education and a lot of it is this like it's what it's you know you just you watch and look at a lot of media and a lot of things and make connections and ask questions and you know ideas man yeah check this out the two shows are calling each other and the laugh track is only on one side no The, see the laugh track what? is on the phone she can hear the laugh track on the phone with weird her. <laughs> she's like is there a party over there the wig is back More grease. I want more no! grease on my hot dog. No! That's not enough grease. No. You're a bullshit artist. No. <laughs> You're a bullshit artist. <laughs> oh my God. That is one of my favorite episodes on this podcast. <laughs> Are you even fucking kidding me? Oh. It's perfect. It he hearing our friend just make pain noise oh yeah yeah i was just gonna say i was like it offended one of our peanut gallery members so, so much it just made like vomit noises in the background <laughs> oh, oh. oh i love that oh, man he he asked for ketchup not mustard wow <laughs> this escalated so quick Oh. All over a hot dog. <laughs> Weird fight scene, man. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> man the uh the sound effects A car phone. Damn. 
Is that David Letterman? It sure is. No way. Is he still alive? <laughs> Letterman is interrupting the show to comment on the fact that it's a comedy special and that Chris Elliott's dad played the hot dog vendor. What? Like Letterman literally pulls up and he's like, hey, this is your comedy show, right? Was that your dad in a cameo? What? Oh, the audience is feeling rowdy. <laughs> so bizarre. Wow, you can So it is a real studio audience. Yep. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Why? Oh, they're addressing us. Oh shit. Dude, they just shushed us. <gasps> they're asking us not to talk about their show. Oh wow. Like, what a concept, though. Because studio audiences were a thing. Well, the reason I said at the start that it's ahead of its time, like, this feels like like Family Guy-style humor, you know? Like, if, it really feels like modern humor where it's playing with genre. Like, the, the Story Train episode of Rick and Morty is this kind of thing. The where Story it's like, Train? Yeah, you know, the Story Train episode of Rick and Morty where they're on... They, oh. that switches genres actually a lot like this where they comment on how like oh we got to make this show pass the bechdel test in order right. to get to the next car yeah. where they do keep doing this meta commentary on like genre yeah. and and story theory yeah but that's <laughs> that's what peanut gallery member uh means when he says like Rick and Morty season four was Dan Harmon jerking himself off. Uh, oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a whole other conversation. But uh, all of that to say, like, this is 1986 they're doing this. But this feels yeah. like modern humor. This feels like Too Many Cooks style humor, right? Yeah. Too Many Cooks is actually a great example of this where it switches genres and suddenly it's like a slasher movie and, you know, there's a puppet. Yeah. I mean, because there were episodes in Rick and Morty season four where I'm like, this is a conversation of like a, a writer of, of film and TV to other observers of film and TV writing, you know, like it was like a yeah. letter to, to subject matter experts. <laughs> wow.
oh yeah, I forgot he has a daughter that's like five years younger than him. <laughs> and is dating an ex-con. Right. Zeke. <laughs> it's a pretty rad head snake tattoo. Oh, did she go shave her head and get a head snake tattoo? I mean, I have a head snake tattoo. It's just under my hair. <laughs> no, you don't. Everybody's got a head snake but you, Pinchy. <laughs> Where's your head snake? Where's your head snake? Where's what? your head snake? Where's your head snake? Where's your head snake? person who indeed she's literally <laughs> only in that one shot i assume that's grandma but she's nowhere else in the whole thing and then they all went and looked for her <laughs> the toilet flushes whenever someone mentions grandpa Well, you said the director is something about Mary? That guy, the main actor. He's in something about Mary. Oh, And yes. he's the writer-director. And his character is also named Chris Elliott. Right. But the director of this... He did something else big, right? That you were saying at the beginning? Well, uh, he's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, he's known for his acting, mostly. He's been on, like, every sitcom. Everybody oh. Loves Raymond, How I Met Your Mother... Uh, he was in There's Something About Mary, Groundhog Day. The director or Chris Evans? Or whoever this guy is. What's his name? Chris Elliott. Chris Elliott. Who is the director and also oh! the writer and also the star. Okay, now I'm putting it all together. Yeah, do you recognize him from Something About oh, Mary? Dom, oh, yeah. Wa Dom Waganowski. I think oh, he yeah. had something weird with his eye. He had yeah. like an eye infection, right? Yes. Does he still do stuff? Oh, yeah. He's still working. Oh, that's great. And what's weird is, like, he's on Shit's Creek now, actually. Oh, really? But what's weird is he doesn't really age. No, he like, doesn't. Like, he still looks just like he this. The, the same blonde beard, same, his hairline is still receded to the same point. Yep. Like, he's aged really well, but only because he kind of looked like he was 40 when he was really young. Right. Look, he shot him out into a different show. What? <laughs> he shot Zeke. Oh my god. 
Oh, it's so unsettling. Gives you whiplash. It does. It does. And it's funny because you feel this sometimes in um, games. Like, I felt this in the Uncharted 4 game where Nathan, the main character, is, like, a really happy, kind of go-lucky guy. But, like, you're, and you're playing as Nathan, and you're just mowing down people. Like, you are just, you are a mass murderer. (laughs) It's the same with, uh... With, like, Indiana Jones. Okay, yeah. You watch Indiana Jones, and you're like, this guy's badass, and he's really funny, and, you know, wry wit. Yeah. And he, like, murders people by the hundreds. Right, by the hundreds. And you're like, there's something about this that doesn't feel right. So, uh, we just cut to a music video. They don't say why. Wow. I guess it's sort of like the Partridge family. Yeah. So, this also gives me a very Tim and Eric great show vibe. Yeah. But in 1986, yeah. like, this guy's a genius. Yeah, like, Tim and Eric, great job, awesome show, I think it's called or something, is, like, is is still ahead of its time today. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It just it just gets better, I think. We should we should do another minis- mini-sode. Minnesota, A Minnesota? Another mini-sode and of, like... And do some like, Tim and Eric? Yeah, do some Tim we and could, Eric. You know, we could always do a full episode on their movie. I've never they seen... They have a movie? Yeah, Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie. What? I've never seen it. Dude, for real? We just found a movie you haven't seen? Please don't watch it. <laughs> I'm begging you. I'm begging you, please okay. don't watch it. We'll do it. I together. won't watch it. Don't watch it, please. I'll put it on my, my watch list and we'll do an episode on it. Okay, 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 okay. We've watched episodes I have or we've watched movies I haven't seen. Our uh, first one, rarely. Highway to Hell. I've never yeah, seen that. Yeah, rarely. Like it's at this point now, like it's it's more uncommon for me to watch something with you that you haven't seen. I suppose that is true. We and have watched a lot of movies that I've seen. You've seen a lot of movies, dude. It's kind of a kind of a banger. This song, super huge banger. <laughs> Wow. So weird. And you know what's funny is I get the impression with something as weird as this back then, there's probably so much more weird, so many more weird things that Chris Elliott probably wanted to do that didn't. Well, this led me to look further into stuff that he's done. And I discovered a sitcom that he did called Get a Life. That is not quite the same as this, but it sounds similarly bizarre. Uh, Here's a a blurb about it for the Wikipedia page. The show was unconventional for a primetime sitcom, and many times the storylines of the episodes were surreal. For example, Chris Elliott's character actually dies in 12 episodes. (laughs) The causes of death include being crushed by a giant boulder, he died of old age, tonsillitis, Stab wounds, gunshot wounds, falling from an airplane, strangulation, getting run over by cars, choking on cereal, and in one instance, just exploding for no reason. Okay. For this reason, it was a struggle for Elliot to get the show on the air. Many of the executives at the Fox Network hated it and thought it was too disturbing. uh, Yeah, so (laughs) I'm going to have to watch this short-lived 
sitcom. It looks like two seasons were made. Oh, so it did co- get made. It did get made. Uh, not Action Family. This one oh, called okay. Get a Life, but it sounds very similar. Okay. Uh, notable writers include Charlie Kaufman, the guy who wrote Being John Malkovich. Oh, wow. And Bob Odenkirk, the creator of Mr. Show... Uh, but also, he's Saul on Better Call Saul. Yeah, so I have seen some Mr. Show. I'm Mr. Show's sure. great. Yeah, I really and like I remember show. it being very good, but like, I, I still, okay, I gotta put Mr. Show. Mr. Got... Show, and uh, they did a, a revival on Netflix called With Bob and David. Okay. And my, oh, my favorite sketch from that show is one where David Cross discovers that Whenever he starts insulting somebody, yeah, they seem to appear behind him inconveniently. So like he's at the he's at a bar, and the bartender's like, "Rough day at work," and he's like, "Yeah, oh god, my boss is just a total bitch." And then he turns around, and his boss is standing right there. But he discovers it happens like no matter what. So people start coming to him saying, "Like, will you insult my missing son so that he'll appear?" behind you and we and then the the fbi shows up and is like we need you to call bin laden a bitch so so that he'll appear behind you (laughs) it's it's great uh and i I would say it's a similar style of humor to action family oh no i killed i killed pinchy So that he'll appear, you know, like, oh no, he's right behind me, isn't he? <laughs> oh my god, I'm dead. I can't. Oh, I might actually. Yeah, so die. you gotta watch that show, clearly. So, wait, that's Mr. Show, right? That's uh, with Bob and David. Oh, it's with the Bob same and guys who did Mr. Show, and that one's on Netflix. Okay, with Bob and David, really? With Bob and David is on Netflix. It's on Netflix? Yeah. Yep. Oh, this is big news. I gotta watch it. I find, I find, like, you know, like, the Netflix specials, some of them are, I, I haven't found one yet that, like, like, have you seen uh, Robin Williams live on Broadway? Yeah. Yeah, one of the best comedy shows ever done. I've watched that multiple times, it still makes me laugh. I mean, like, or, like, I mean, I'm, I'm comparing this to some of the greatest comedians of all time. Like, Eddie, <laughs> Eddie Murphy's Raw. Oh, right, yeah. You know, like, it, it's still funny. My mom showed me Raw when I was, like, 16, and I was on the floor dying. It, it's, a, it's, a funny, it's a funny set. Like, he does really, some of the jokes are super innocent, too, about, like, you know, kids dropping their ice cream on the floor. Like, I don't know really good but um bob odenkirk is really amazing oh yeah absolutely so so what do you give action family out of five (laughs) i give it 4.5 wigs on heads out of five out of five I'll give it a straight up, I'll give it like a four toilet flushes when you say grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh and how was your, uh, what was yours called again? Your strain? Delahaze. How was your Delahaze? Oh, Delahaze is so nice. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's really grown on me. And I hate to admit that, like, I so rarely get great strains out of the K 
cannabis stores, the Ontario cannabis stores, that when I do, I'm like, oh my God, you exist. And it's like, coming back. <laughs> yeah. What about yours? Uh, I give this like a, this is like a 3.5 out of 5. It's like a, a light, low grade, mellow indica. Does what it says on the tin. I got that sort of heavy, calming vibe going on. Yeah. But it's not too intense. Yeah. It made me want some sugar crisp, damn it. Now I can get some sugar crisp. Do you have sugar crisp? I don't, but I'm going to have to go buy some sugar crisp and then eat it. Weirdest byproduct of an episode ever. And the thing about sugar crisp is you got to eat it all really quickly or it goes stale. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, fuck, I love sugar crisp, though. So, I guess on that note, let's draw this meeting to a close and we'll go gorge ourselves on sugary cereal. Yeah, and good luck with your move. And Thanks, we'll and good luck one. with yours. Thanks, we're, we're entering a new chapter, a new era of our lives, and this is wonderful. I it's will very see exciting, and to all you listeners, we'll, we'll hear, you'll hear from us again <laughs> yeah. very soon. Very soon. 